welcome to the Great Food Debate presented by This Week Community News, a podcast about where to eat, drink, and more in Central Ohio. I'm Abby Armbruster, your host of the show. And before we get into it, don't forget to like our new Facebook group for all you Great Food Debate fans. You can find it by going to This Week Community News Facebook page and clicking on the Groups tab. If you are a foodie in Central Ohio, you will want to join this group. Now that we have that out of the way, let's dive into today's topic. We're talking about rooftop bars from one person who knows them better than most people. Joining me today is... Orchin Turkai, a general manager at the AC Hotel in Dublin. Perfect. And uh, what is the other thing that most people would know about the AC uh, Hotel? It'll be Wasso Rooftop Lounge. Yes. <laughs> uh, so as we're talking about rooftop bars, talk to me a little bit about how the hotel and the bar came to be. So yeah, we um, you know we, we, we knew that there was going to be a rooftop bar in the hotel, so we started a design project. Uh, I would say you know we, a year prior, okay, uh, where everything started. You know, I I was living in Buffalo, and then when I got assigned to this project. I came here to Columbus a couple of times for R&Ds, and, we, you know, we check out a couple places and trying to figure out what the concept is. And then after we landed that it's going to be a Spanish-inspired tapas, um, then we start working on uh, the menu design, the logo, uh, you know, the glassware, everything, all the details. And then we looked at our rest, the, the bar space, and we decided that, you know, what, whatever the design that originally was designed was not fitting on what we came up with. So we partnered with... Um, uh, an interior designer, um, and then we start designing the interior of the bar. It goes along with the with the with the food and the, the cocktail concept that we came out with. So, and then that started um, gearing up, and then we have hotel opened in um, September of 2017. Okay. And then um, and then uh, the rooftop opened right after that in November. Okay. So, okay. and then since then, you've been nonstop. <laughs> yes. And as we're recording this, uh, this weekend is the Memorial Tournament. So, it's a very happening spot for you this week. <laughs> it is crazy. So, our hotel is the ho- official hotel partner with Memorial. So, we host um, the Nationwide and um, some of the other very important individuals <laughs> that come for the tournament. Sure. So, and and. That alongs with that, our rooftop bar gets really, really busy, uh, and, and fingers crossed, weather holes, and that patio gets packed. <laughs> sure. And as I told you before we started recording, I've never even been able to sit on the patio because it's always so busy whenever I go. Uh, but for people who've never been to Vaso, can you explain what it what it feels like? Yeah, it's um, I call Vaso like an oasis. So you don't expect before you're coming out that what you got, you're about to see because you know we have a really really unique design uh and then we have an amazing amazing view i mean you have um so many different counties that you can actually see mm-hmm. um through our patio so when people come up there the first imp- reaction from uh, our guest is like wow i feel like i'm in miami or i feel like i'm in new york city rooftop bar yeah which um you know, which reflects exactly what we were trying to do. So, you know, we part of that design was, uh, you know, we added cabanas. You know, when you look at, you sit in the cabanas, I mean, you have these uh, planters that are like, you know, are coming from Florida every year as, mm-hmm. as a backdrop. And then you, you have the wood deck and the wood ceiling. Uh, I mean, you go and say you have the copper light fixtures that matching our table. So there's so many details that we put into it. Um, 
that is taking you to a, a different experience than you've ever seen in, uh, I would say, in, in anywhere in central Ohio. And I travel a lot uh, for work, and then I try to go and hit different different rooftop bars in different cities, too. I mean, you can I think you can put Wasso in anywhere in the country, and it will still stand out. So we're sure. proud of it. Well, and I was going to ask you, why did AC Marriott even want to have a rooftop bar in Columbus or Dublin? Yeah, so, I mean, it's uh, typically the AC hotels don't come with a rooftop bar. Mm -hmm. So there were, I would say, before we opened, and um, and I might be mistaken, but there were only two or three of them that existed. Okay. And so this project did come with it, and, and we were, well, you know, we were one of the first one, and then, but then we we killed it. <laughs> and then I, I mean, I have uh, other owners are looking to build a C hotel with rooftop bars are flying in for a day wow. just to check out the place. We're like, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> I mean, I was at a conference, uh, Marriott conference uh, last month. And I mean, everybody stopped and, uh, like asking me questions about like, what are we doing? And I, I would constantly get emails from other ownerships and they're asking questions like, what are you guys doing differently? So wow. it's, um, and now after that, I kind of like set an example of for the future development for the for the AC hotels, with, you know, with the rooftop bars. And they're like now we're like their eyes are open and they want to they want to build more. <laughs> That's quite an accomplishment. And you had mentioned, too, that you've had two recent recognitions on the hotel or on the rooftop. Bar, yes, rather. we have. Uh, and the, the one of the big one is the, the architectural digest uh, recognized Wasso as the most beautifully designed bar in the state of Ohio. Which is crazy. Yeah. And then we were, we were like, we were literally, when that came out, we were jumping up and down <laughs> in the office. That was a quiet. And, and I mean, there's so many beautiful places out there to be recognized as the best. As, as, as it was unbelievable. And, uh, and then we recently got named the best rooftop bar in, uh, in Columbus by Six Month Magazine. So we're, we're proud of it. <laughs> You're riding on a high right now. <laughs> we are. We want to keep it that way. <laughs> yes. And uh, we, we had already talked about this too, but the cocktail menu that you guys just put out a couple months ago, less than two months ago, uh, why is it important to change up your menu? And also, how often do you change up your menu? Yeah, so we try to change it uh, at a minimum twice a year. Uh, why is it important? Because... Um, Obviously, the seasons. Uh, but the second thing is that we want to, we won't, we don't want you to have to co constantly have the same experience every time you come in here. So sure. we want every time you come in, uh, we want you to continue to enjoy different things. It's the whole experience about our concept is that uh, you can't necessarily eat the entire menu. By the time you finish <laughs> it, hey, it's going to be something new. Sure. So it goes along with the cocktail. So and then this one was very important for us because it was the first collaboration that involved every single one of our uh, team members, the mm. bartenders and our management team. Uh, I mean, it was like at least I would say three, four months process. So really? and one of the things that I want to, you know, point out that people don't uh, know the back end and how long does it take, you know, the educational piece, the, the you know, doing the research, uh, knowing all the ingredients and spirits <laughs> and all that stuff, educating yourselves. And, and at the end of the day, putting that all together, sure. uh, there's a long process too. So this was like, I would say at least three, four months process that our team worked really hard for it. Wow. And it came out amazing. It's, 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 uh, I can sit there and now say it's one of the best cocktail program in the city. Uh, I can comfortably say that. So it's amazing. Yes. And uh, one of the recent drinks that you added was like a tiki style. I don't know how you describe it. Beachy. Yeah, it is. Flavored. <laughs> and was that uh, even just talking about the glasses? Was that something you had to purchase in order to get to this new? We menu? did. Yeah. So those are ticket mugs. And our and our beverage uh, manager, Rebecca, mm -hmm. uh, she's huge in tiki. Um 
cocktails. So she's she even does tiki pop ups in different different really? uh, yeah different bars in the city. And then wow. uh, recently, and um, she had a tiki uh, pop up at the um, at the. Um, I can't remember the name of the event, but it was at the North Market. Oh, okay. Uh, so it was, it, was, it was awesome. So she's a huge ticket fan. So those are th- anything that you see ticket related in our menu, it's, it's our, her babies. <laughs> and perfect for summertime, of course. Yes. Oh, my refreshing. God. They're amazing. It'll take you to, like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's south. Right? Yes. <laughs> what led to the decision to have this kind of cocktail-focused menu, I guess? Well, we were... Uh, we first of all, we looked at it who we are right it's it's a rooftop bar mm-hmm. so when you w- what do you expect from a bar when you go out there obviously it's a beverage driven concept so sure. but then we just didn't want to be you know we I've always taken the hard way and I but I will I always want to do the best that we can uh, we didn't want to be just a Tito's and soda bar not that thing you know right. say anything bad about it but it's just that we wanted to put more efforts we wanted to bring something to the city an experience where it's it wasn't done before because you know sure we can do a great cocktails in a in a in a smaller environment but Vaso does such a volume I mean on a Saturday Vaso would host over a thousand people easily so trying to Crazy. do trying to do craft cocktail uh, program in a volume environment is extremely difficult sure uh, I mean when we opened obviously it was um, you know, we had a, we had some learning curves that we need to do, uh, but then this is our third menu change, and uh, I think we now we we got it uh, figured it out where like you know you don't have to wait too long, uh, you know a lot of batching, a lot of different techniques that we utilize to speed up the process, so you don't have to wait ten minutes to get a, a great cocktail. Sure, sure, and I I don't think these are on your menu anymore, but the churros that you had about a year ago were great. Yeah, well now we have <laughs> something new, right? So we yes. got we had chef uh, our chef David very creative uh now he came up with a savory churros yes so that's our on our new menu now uh it's it's just delicious <laughs> so you got to come definitely check it out definitely i'll have to return and let's back uh, back up just a little bit so you opened in november 2017 is yep, that right 16 yeah 2016 yep. okay so uh how this last winter was the first time you had the domes, I believe, right? Correct. The yeah, the igloos. So how did you go through the first couple of winters without those, and what did you do with yeah. that patio? So this was our second winter. So the first winter, we opened in November, right? So that was right in the winter. Sure. So, and I tell you the story, like the first day, uh, November 10th, that's when we opened. And I remember, you know, we're expecting to do a... Uh, a certain amount sure. uh, of business, but we, we tripled that day. So wow. the first day we had to shut down the elevators because we were at capacity. <laughs> so that was like a wake up call for all of us. Oh, we're going to be busy. <laughs> so at first winter, I would say it was like us trying to manage the, the, the volume that we got. Sure. Uh, we didn't even uh, think about, you know, how are we going to activate the patio space in the winter time? <laughs> it was activated. Don't get me wrong. We had the fire pits, torches. So people were still able to go out and enjoy. Mm-hmm. But then the second winter came you know what the ideas came out through we've been to uh we've been to another bar in boston that had the igloos and then we saw them and then look, this is very unique and and then the ideas were coming around um you know uh one of the principal principles is like hey orchin can you look into this and i was like let's do it so <laughs> that was it and it got it went viral wow i mean we had about I would say close to 1,000 phone calls in one week. Uh, igloos were booked for three months straight every, oh my gosh. every day. It was, it, was, it was crazy. Holy cow. I mean, had you expected that kind of demand? We, we, we did not. So the <laughs> moment, so I was sitting in my office uh, after it went public, uh, dispatch ran an article, mm-hmm. and then it was uh, another magazine that ran an article, and then I was sitting in my office, 
And my one of my managers is like, hey, I just got like 15 phone calls about igloos. <laughs> I, it's, is there something going on? <laughs> and I'm like, hey, it's going viral. And I check my, uh, I check the Instagram account for Waso. We got like, every time I opened, there were 100 followers. So, oh my gosh. So it went viral on Instagram and then we had to schedule three person to come in every day just to answer the phone calls and respond to reservations holy cow for like at least i would say good two weeks oh my that gosh was crazy. that that's insane you would never even imagine yes. you would do that much attention wow and so as you said those were very popular i assume you're bringing them back again this winter we are yeah okay. so patio season ends in you know here kind of at the end of september so we're shooting for october mm-hmm. uh to bring them back up and then they'll be on through um uh, through, I will say, the first week of April. Okay. Until the weather the, turns out warmer so we can set up the patio and people can go out and enjoy that. So Sure. And I guess we should say the igloos are heated. And, I mean, I guess what, what makes it them is. special or why would you use them in the winter? See, like, we, uh, again, when we do anything, like, we want to, we always outdo ourselves, right? <laughs> so it's heated. We have two types of blankets in them. So there are fur blankets there. You actually uh, sit on them and then we have an actual blanket that you can put on. Uh, special table in there. We even created a specialty menu just for igloos. Oh, really? They, I didn't yeah, realize so that. So you can actually order, um, you know, uh, winter style cocktails that is designed for uh, for six to eight people. So when okay. you sit down, uh, you can get one of those. Um, one of them was a hot chocolate with booze in it. Uh, the other one was like a cider style. So you can go and uh, we even order like specialty vessels that goes with it, specialty trays, specialty presentations. So everything that we did for igloos was custom made just wow. for that experience so that's the whole thing when you go you might have been to Waso before but when you go to igloo it's a completely different experience so wow and it's the best time is when it's snowing really when you sit down and you watch snow outside but just you, falling you around get, you yeah, and you get to you get to enjoy oh my gosh uh, a nice cocktail and a food so now do your waiters suffer in the meantime of going from yeah. the outdoors to the you, it, it, they do you know it's um and I, I want to thank them because it's 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 very difficult to handle, especially like I mean, their days is like super cold, sure. and, and it's, the igloos are booked, so we're servicing them. I mean, they have to go out with a tray. I mean, <laughs> there's wind. Like I mean, it's it's a, it's a, it's a little challenging service, but it's uh, at the end of the day, we you know we want to make sure the experience is there, so they uh, they do an amazing job. And you know they're skilled enough, obviously. Yes. <laughs> By yes. the end of the winter, anyway. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so if you have six to eight people, obviously you get one igloo, but can you do a couple of groups of like two or four? Oh, or? definitely. Okay. Uh, so you can rent the igloos as, as many igloos that you wish and as many hours that you like, as long as they're available. So okay. we just have a minimum spent on it that you have to hit. But okay. other than that, there's no limitation on how, how long you can have. And if it's available, you want to book it for five straight hours. Go for by it. By all means, go, <laughs> yeah, go for it. And I guess, do most of your customers come from the hotel or are they not necessarily hotel goers yeah i would say 80 percent of our customers are locals okay and not staying not, in the hotel yeah, okay 20 percent of our guests uh i would say if i put it on a ratio will will be our hotel guests um it's like having a separate elevator a separate entrance from from, yeah. from the from the hotel definitely helps with that and that was our idea you know when we when we do uh market and when we design the concept we wanted to make sure that you know we did we did a we designed the concept that was actually uh, fitting for uh, for our local communities, and that was a big deal. Sure. We haven't actually talked about your location of where the hotel and the rooftop bar is, but it's inside of Bridge Park. What has it been like to see Bridge Park just blossom over the last year or two? 
I mean, it's talk about uh, a success of a project. It's uh, Bridge Park has been very busy since day one. Yes. Like I said, not only Wasa, but every other restaurants that open there, every other places that opens, they always exceeded their expectations. And and some of the some of the places has been their busiest locations, right? And it's been nonstop. So that 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 shows us, you know, how much demand there were in Dublin that wasn't utilized before. So. If you look at Dublin locations, so now you capture everybody that used to go downtown. Mm-hmm. So if you live in Powell, obviously you live in Dublin or you live in Westerville or you live in like Polaris area, all the people that used to go short north for dining, mm-hmm. now they all go to Bridge Park. Yeah. And it's crazy. I mean, there are Saturdays you go to the places, uh, good luck even walking <laughs> through the crowd. Yes. It's, it's really, really <laughs> busy. And the, one of the best feature that about Bridge Park is the parking situation where yeah. it's super easy. You park and then that's it. You can walk around. Yeah, if you drink too much, just take Uber back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's my biggest argument. I live in Westerville, so I rarely go to downtown Columbus. And the main reason is parking. I don't want to have to deal with it. Yes. And but to have uh, Bridge Park have easy parking almost anywhere you go is. 100%. Yeah, not that we factor. have a competition with downtown, but uh, <laughs> it's, you know, when Bridge Park opened, that's when the construction was happening in Short North. So yes. people were really were struggling with parking at that time. Uh, so that's why I think that, that had a factor too. The Bridge Park drove a lot of people. And I can, I can kind of see by the zip code who's visiting. And oh, at yeah. one point, um, our second top visitors were downtown. Really? So yeah. Wow. So that's crazy to um, you know see it. I was like, you know, I would expect more. Obviously, Dublin was number one, but the number two, we drove all the people that come out from uh, downtown. Was it was a great result? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and we already talked about the menu changing and such, but when is the next time you'll change your menu? Do you think we'll do it probably uh, towards the end of the summer, going into uh, fall? Okay. So that will be fall and winter. Okay. Um, so I would say, I would say around September time. Sure. That I would, I would, I would guess. Uh, we we start talking about it already, but uh, I would assume around that time. Okay. And what expectations do your customers have when walking into a rooftop bar? Obviously, they want a great view, but what else do you feel like they they require when they walk in for a good experience? Yeah, I mean, it's everything, right? So a good experience for for us, not even, you know, for when we set the expectations for ourselves and what we need to uh provide for our guests is it's it's the full full deal i mean it's just um, I, we can put this amazing looking bar mm-hmm. we can make great cocktails but then if you're lacking our service or if the, the quality of the food is not there or it's gonna miss you know you might you might get your guests to come back one more time or and let's give you the third chance but that's it so yeah and our and our goal when we do our um you know a concepts and, and project is like you know the sustainable business so what does that look like right we don't want a two-year success we don't want a five-year success what does 20 years look like for us in an operation and what do we need to do to to accomplish that so that's why the whole thing uh the whole experience is huge obviously that's why we're heavy on education we're heavy on um recognizing them for their great work mm-hmm. uh it's very critical for us because it's it's non-stop i mean every day that we go in there's a, some sort of training uh it could be a tasting or it could be a presentation from a spirit or talking about it sure. to continue to educate our uh, our team members to make sure that experience is delivered uh for our guests so it's the whole thing as an expert, uh, when should you be going to Vaso so that you're not waiting for a table or waiting for the elevator? 
Hey, I mean, if you want to really catch a table in the patio, like we open at four, mm-hmm. right at four, and on a busy day, four fifteen, four twenty tables are taken. It's crazy. Patio, it's yes. So packed. So, and we don't take a reservation for patio for obvious reason because if it rains, then we can't accommodate. So. It's typically uh, a request that we do our best to accommodate. If you're requesting to sit outside, if it's available, we'll seat you there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's typically first come, first serve. <laughs> uh, and I, I would suggest if you want to guarantee sitting on the patio, be there. Uh, 401. Right, yeah, I would say 401. <laughs> yeah, and that, I would say 4 to 4.30. Okay. Uh, you'll have a good chance of sitting in the patio. But other than that, if you have a table inside, you still have this amazing view. But you still can if you want to enjoy. I mean, we have a bar seating. Um, again, you want to entertain a group, we have the cabanas that you can reserve. Yeah. So there's so many options that you can even be standing and enjoying the view. Perfect. And I believe this is our last question, but if you had to pick somewhere else for the best view in the city from another rooftop bar, where would you go? Yeah, I mean, uh, we have I mean, we have some now very good rooftop bars opened up. Um, from a view standpoint, uh, I think both uh, Lincoln and Juniper has a really, really great view. I mean, Juniper has a beautiful view of the you know city from afar. And then the Lincoln has uh, a really nice view of being in the downtown and mm-hmm. you know overlooking the nationwide building. So I think I would say both of them have a have a great view. Besides from Vaso, I would I would say that there are some great spots. Sure and. Again, if you have not been to Vaso, you definitely need to go because you don't even feel like you're in central Ohio. I mean, just seeing all the trees and you have no idea you're right next to a metropolitan city. Yeah, come check out. Yeah, you want to be in the (laughs) oasis and Vaso is your spot. And then especially the 4th of July coming. Oh, sure. That's something that you want to experience. And we just actually... launch the tickets of, to purchase mm-hmm. you can see i would say three to four counties fireworks going on oh at the my same gosh. time on top of dublin i didn't even think about that that's it's, a great point it is insane like it's <laughs> super super cool experience so that's that's one thing coming up that i i, I would highly encourage people to so i'll be uh, partying with you then on july 4th <laughs> oh definitely yes <laughs> all right well as always we want to hear from our listeners uh what other questions did we not uh bring up here with Orchin? uh but Thank you so much for joining me. How can people find out more about Vaso? Yeah, definitely. So we, we do share a lot of our information through our website, vasodoblin.com. And then and check us on our social, um, Vaso Dublin, our Instagram and our Facebook are very active. We constantly put content there. Uh, they can see the photos of our great cocktails and the food and our great staff. So uh, those three, I would say the, the most, the best way to kind of see what's going on with Vaso. Sure. Well, for all of our podcasts, uh, you can go to thisweeknews.com slash greatfooddebate to see them all in one place. And if you have any suggestions for future episodes of the podcast, go to This Week News on Twitter or Facebook or email us at online at thisweeknews.com. This is Abby Armbruster signing off and stay hungry.